Hi, I'm Elizabeth Noyce, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. DC TV Podcast. There's too many now. Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Is Nasty Luther like a different Luther? It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. It's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Yay! Welcome to Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Morgan Glennon. And for this episode of the podcast, we are live and wired to talk about Dreamer going from Supergirl's screen to the page in DC Pride, an 80-page anthology comic arriving in June, as well as some casting news. We finally got some casting news for uh, the show's final <laughs> <Yay>! season. <laughs> Only two weeks before it starts. <laughs> <laughs> so we will get into all of these these new exciting details uh, of the final show, uh, the season of the show that the CW, CW is finally wanting to promote. So uh, let's get to the news. All right. What is the news? <laughs> As I scroll <laughs> down the document, um, we have a lot of it. Actually, I feel like this, this episode's going to be all news, but uh, it, yeah, it basically is. <laughs> uh, according to entertainment weekly, two Arrowverse actors are adding comic book writer to their resumes uh supergirl's nicole mains friend of the pod and and batwoman's uh cameras johnson are penning stories about their respective characters in upcoming anthology comics from dc comics tv's first transgender superhero mains is teaming up with artist rachel slot to shepherd her groundbreaking supergirl character neonal slash dreamer from screen to page for the first time with a story featured in the publisher's DC Pride. Arriving in June, DC Pride is an 80-page anthology comic celebrating Pride and spotlighting some of the DC Universe's LGB, uh, LGBTQIA plus characters. Uh, so on top of Maine's Dreamer, the book's going to feature stories about Kate Kane's Batwoman, Poison Ivy and Harley Quinn, Midnighter, Renee Montoya, and more. Uh, so, well, isn't this a dream come true? Maine's tweeted when the news gotta get broke. That, gotta get that pun in. Loving those dream puns. Uh, she said, uh, I'm so excited to be able to say that I've been working with DC Comics to introduce Dreamer into the DC universe with an eight-pager of her very own. Meanwhile, Johnson, who also writes and directs on the side, is writing an action-packed story about his character, Luke Fox, uh, in Batman Legends Urban Number 4, an uh, yeah, an ongoing anthology series. <laughs> Whew, that it's, is a lot it's, of words. I think it's anthology. I think that's what's tripping both of us up. I think so. Well, it's the word ongoing anthology. and anthology uh, <laughs> is, is tough together. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, it's an ongoing anthology series hitting shelves June 8th. So 
if you're thinking, oh my God, it's so crazy that these actors are writing for DC Comics, guess what? It's not the first time. <laughs> nope. And I'm going to get aggressive on you because uh, <laughs> reading this five seconds ago was the first time I knew about this. <laughs> but, but now that I know it, you should too. Uh, so it isn't the first time an Arrowverse actor has written for DC Comics. Uh, back in 2016, Arrow's John Barrowman previously wrote Arrow dot dot the dark archer which spotlighted his villainous character and was set in between the cw drama's third and fourth seasons so it's happened before and now it's happening again i i sort of question uh john barrowman's merlin as a villainous character because they'd like to play both sides with him he 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 was sometimes i guess he thought he was a good guy uh, i guess i'll say <laughs> in that in his mind he was a good guy <laughs> he was misunderstood <laughs> yeah so uh, so it has happened before that uh these these actors do get in there and write some things so morgan what are your thoughts on this i'm really excited that dreamer is going to be in the comics i think uh, like i'm I'm already planning to order this. I'm going to get this like comic. Definitely. I mean, first off dreamer, but second off, uh, I've got some Batwoman. I've got some Harley and Ivy. You're giving me everything that I, I like. So I'm, I'm in, but I'm excited to see what the dreamer, um, what the dreamer comics going to be like. And I think, uh, obviously we talked to Nicole Maines, you know, a long time ago, it feels like now <laughs> who knows when that was. Oh, uh, oh I definitely do. <laughs> But uh, uh, she she definitely has like a, a background in the comics. She did like her research before she, you know, before she started the show. She knows all about Dreamer. So uh, I'm always excited when people who are like super into or or got into the comics for a role or got, or were super into the comics when they can like take a stab at a story because they usually are coming in with like, what if we did this? What if we did that? And like on the show, Dreamer, you know, she's gotten some development, but I would love to see more. And I think in the comics where there's no budget and when they can't be like, sorry, you just need to take a nap. That's all we've got in the budget for today. You can't go to outer space. <laughs> Nicole's like, uh, she can, now she can go to outer space. The budget's not a problem anymore. Yeah, I think there's lots of stories that you could tell with with Dreamer. And so I'm interested to see uh, what story it is going to be, because you could basically do anything. Um, uh, so and I, I guess, you know, it, with 20 episodes to go in Supergirl season six, there's limited time now to do what what they could do with Dreamer. <laughs> so this this will be a good way to kind of introduce her into the world. And uh, she's different enough, I think, from Dream Girl that you can have her still exist in, in the same you know, universe of characters as Dream Girl because Dream Dream Girl's in in the future and she has different abilities and different personality traits. So I think it, I think it'll be good to have her in there. And um, so we, you mentioned that interview we did with Nicole. Uh, the only reason I remember the date is because I put it on this little graphic I'm about <laughs> to show you. Uh, but it was, it was, you know, it was a while ago. Um, but in that interview, she talked about, you know, if she could pitch a story, what would she pitch? And uh, so I just thought we would uh, revisit that and maybe talk about it. I would love to see her maybe go to Naltor at some point. I would love to see her explore her Naltorian heritage. Um, because there's, I feel like there's so much lore surrounding Naltor and the dreaming that hasn't been really dug into deep yet. And I feel like that, and we, we know Brainiac taught her a little bit about it, but we still don't know the specifics. So I think it'd be really cool to kind of see more what Brainiac told her 
more what she learned from Calix in the fortress when she looked up Naltor. Um, I feel like that would be really cool. And I, I, I mean, I, I just want to know would it create a black hole and destroy the fabric of space time if <laughs> there was a cameo from Nura? I'm like, oh. could those two interact oh. without? Without the world exploding. That that fast forward sound really got me. I was like, oh, God. We were in the past. I was trying to get us in and out of time, Morgan. That's what I was. I was trying to emulate the the present too fast. (laughs) Can you believe that that was almost a year ago? April of 2020. It's almost April again. How? But you know what? To me, it feels like a year ago. (laughs) I definitely feel all of that time. Uh, but, it feels uh, like it was longer ago that we talked to her. I was like, <laughs> how many years ago was it that we talked to Nicole Main? Three? <laughs> <laughs> but I, I was really, and we've we've talked about this before, that we were really impressed with Nicole and her uh, her grasp of the comics and her um, knowledge base of, of Dream Girl and of the Legion of Superheroes. And so I, I'm really excited to see what Nicole might venture into because i mean she has some really good ideas going to naltor uh, having some sort of interaction between dream girl and dreamer i think that would be really cool so i don't know if any of those ideas I, I'm, I'm curious if any of the ideas she mm. sort of pitched us might show up <laughs> in that comic i hope so because then we can like point to the comic and be like we're not saying that we're respond we're not saying that we're involved but <laughs> were we involved yes <laughs> So I think those are some really good ideas, and I think this is a good way to uh, further the character even after the show ends. Because, well, I don't know, will the show be over by June? No, I don't think it will. No, no, because they're gonna we're going to get half of the season and then take a forever hiatus, and then we'll be back <laughs> at the end of it sometime. So so maybe this story about Dreamer is just going to be like a, a bridge between two halves <laughs> of the season. And uh, that's what that story is going to be. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe after this, Dreamer will be so popular. Everybody will be like, oh, my God, that story about Dreamer. I have to have more. And then Dreamer, like, gets her own book. And then eventually Dreamer has her own movie. I'm just pitching things. <laughs> the the opportunities are endless. And then, uh, we, and then we can connect it all the way back to this podcast. <laughs> to when she started here. <laughs> yeah, so I think that that would be uh, really cool to see. So I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what... Um, uh, what story they approach. I, I'm sort of assuming it will have some sort of uh, storyline about Nia being transgender because it is in uh, a pride book. But I, but I hope that there's, you know, some real comic booky elements that she gets to pull from. And maybe there's some Legion of Superhero stuff or maybe Brainy shows up. Um, so there's a lot of different angles uh, that they could uh, take with that. Oh, yeah, there's so many different uh, directions that they can go in that. And obviously, it's not a very long um, book. Book, uh, It's eight pages. But I mean, I think she could still get a lot done in eight pages. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can you can cram some story into eight pages. That's why sometimes it's a little frustrating when those 24 page issues uh, <laughs> don't seem to make any sense that we've read in the past. Uh, it's like you had the pages. You just didn't do anything with them. I, uh, I'm going to say it here. I think it's going to make more sense than parts of Rebirth. You think? I, yeah, I think prob- so. prob- probably. I think so. I'll, t- I'll take you up on that bet. Uh, so. I don't think that was, I don't think like the what parts of Rebirth were like Nicole's inspiration. 
<laughs> she's like, all I like is the ones where I don't know what's happening. <laughs> That's the experience I want to give you guys. <laughs> Those are actually some of my favorite issues. I'm going to be honest. Like, what is this? What? Just, just the discovery. Golden Axe. <laughs> just the discovery that we missed issues is uh, that was so funny. Part of my favorite uh, uh, episodes of Rebirth. But uh, Nicole, I am very excited to see what she comes up with and uh, see what um, is going on with Dreamer in the comic because this will be Dreamer's first appearance in the comics. So that's very exciting. Uh, I think okay, we I saw. Uh, yeah, we I had some think, questions. Yeah, I saw. Uh, Rachel asks if you had to choose another actor to write a story for their character, which would you pick? I mean, Jesse Rath. Oh, yeah, no, it's got to be Jesse Rath, right? Like, he's going to be pulling some deep cuts. Yeah. <laughs> He knows a lot about the Legion of Superheroes and uh, the Brainiacs, and he's he's a big fan. So he he and Nicole, I think, ooh, it'd be cool if Nicole and Jesse wrote like a Legion <gasps> of Superheroes comic together. That'd be so cool. How do how do we make that happen? How do who's who do I give the money to to make <laughs> this happen? Like I just like slide across a twenty dollar bill at DC and like, hey, I've got an idea. <laughs> Could we somehow involve Sterling Gates? And then, well, then we're good. Oh, my just, God. Just put, I, put all of them together. I would be yeah, into it. I, I love it. This is my ideal Supergirl anything, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's who I would pick, maybe. Uh, Jesse Rath. Um, I don't know. David Harewood seems to know a lot about the the Martians, uh, Martian Manhunter. Uh, that's and he, true. He seems to, he he early, at least early on in the show, he did his uh, research into the character. So I think he would probably... Uh, and he's directed episodes, so maybe he, I don't know if he has an interest in writing. That would be cool. Um, um, Melissa's a, a producer, a big shot producer now. Yeah. So, I mean, I would be interested. I mean, I feel like she's got such a good take on Kara. I would be interested in what she would want to explore more about Supergirl. Yeah, I mean, if she had a chance, that'd be a good question to ask her sometime if we ever it got a chance be. to talk it to her. It would be. Like, what, if you could write a Supergirl story, what would you have? What would happen in that story? Yeah. <laughs> and I know Ozzy Tesfai is writing an episode of the final season, so maybe she has a story right on Oh, my God. I would a day in the life of Kelly. Give it to me. <laughs> Give it to me. Kelly-centric Maybe issue. she just takes me down her resume. <laughs> <laughs> and explains every every just job she ever had. It. She's like, and then I was logging all those tickets. <laughs> <laughs> the only one here. That would be amazing. I would read that. Uh, let's see if we have any other questions or comments. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to read down the. You would you would think this would be easier than it is, and it's just not. Um, it's hard to keep like one eye on the comments and one eye like straight ahead, making sure I'm not making a weird face. Yeah, uh, Abby says uh, Katie. Some uh, Katie, so we can see what Lena's comic wardrobe would be. I well, you know, Katie's a big reader. Katie she McGrath, is. she's a big reader, so I wonder if she's ever thought about writing. Uh, I know those are probably not, you know, the exact same thing, uh, because you might be a big reader, but you don't want to write anything. But she knows a lot about storytelling, I assume. She does, yeah. I think that I feel like a, a Katie uh, Lena book would be incredible. <laughs> and also, imagine Lena Luther's wardrobe, but there's no limits on the money that you can spend. Like, imagine what that could anything. be. It could be anything. Anything <laughs> at all. <laughs> I would be into that. 
Um, and so I think there, uh, let's see, uh, Katie says, this might be the first comic book I finally buy. I love LGBTQ villains and heroes. And I feel like we don't get enough in TV being lesbian myself. I want to read and watch more LGBT stuff. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is, you know, something that's catering exactly to you. And so I think that will be cool. Um, so this, and uh, so many cool characters in it too. Like not just dreamer who obviously we have to, we have to love because she's on our show, but you get, you get Harley and Ivy, you get Renee Montoya, you get uh, Kate Kane's Batwoman. Like there's so many cool ones that are going to be showing up in this, in this. I, I feel like I'm like an infomercial for it. You should buy it. <laughs> but I, I, I will. <laughs> I think this Renee Montoya is going to be the question in it as well. And Ooh. the question is a really cool character. Depending, I mean, it doesn't even matter who's playing the question at the time. Because uh, there's two, I think, two different questions. So I don't know much about the question. So the question, I have a question about the question. <laughs> well, uh, maybe we should watch some Justice League Unlimited. And uh, then you'll learn a lot about the question. Uh, the question <laughs> is basically like a crime solver, like a mystery. You would you would love the question actually because Ooh, don't you love like real crime stuff. <laughs> I do, I do. I'm a, a huge true crime junkie. Oh my god, this is maybe my ideal character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the question is uh, when I think of the question, I think of like a murder board with like all the <laughs> stuff. On, yeah. You know, like that's what I think of the question. Uh, so I th I think you would you would enjoy the question. Um, so yeah there's some a lot of good characters in there and i definitely would buy more comics also uh if you need some recommendations let us know uh because we have we have some uh reads we'd probably recommend to you um yeah that that would be a long list with we'd be here all night if we recommended <laughs> uh comic books to you but definitely go check i hope this will be maybe for some people a way into comic book reading maybe maybe this is something that that is interesting to them and maybe like katie they'll maybe start reading comics and i think because so many different characters are going to be in it it's going to be a nice way into different characters that you've maybe never read about so like i'm coming in for dreamer but then i'm like wait what's this thing about the question <laughs> and then suddenly i'm obsessed and i'm making my own murder board <laughs> I, th I i mean i really think you like the question <laughs> it sounds like it <laughs> uh it's it's there's uh, a question who is renee montoya but i can't remember anybody in the chat remember who else what other character is the question I've, I've forgotten his name but it, it, there's also a dude question and i forget why they changed questions uh, i have a question about <laughs> why there's a question about the <laughs> um yeah so uh uh there are a couple comments in here about uh some things we're gonna get to later so we'll we'll uh hang in there for that we'll we'll try to revisit some of y'all's comments um but yeah so this is very exciting that uh we'll get to oh, actually uh, oh yeah Tal taylor in the comics says vic sage is the other question oh okay yes uh, i believe uh, i believe that's the one on justice league unlimited uh oh no vic died of cancer oh, no. at one point oh, well that's sad well, at least uh, Renee Montoya uh, picked up the you know, picked up the mantle. She lives on. Questioning, maybe, <laughs> maybe in his memory. Uh, but now I'm curious. Now I want to read that story. Yeah, no, I know. Me too. <laughs> now I want to like dive into the question. So, uh, yeah, suddenly I've got. I'm like, oh, the question. I think <laughs> I got to know more. I want to know uh, all about the questions uh, mythology. <laughs> that is very interesting. Very cool. Well, um. Uh, yeah, so this is very exciting because uh, we're going to get Dreamer in the comics. And we'll probably, whenever that hits uh, the stands or in your Comixology app, we'll probably <laughs> review it and see uh, what, what the story is and what it's all about. 
And uh, maybe we'll try to have see if we can get Nicole back on to talk Ooh. about it. Um, but uh, it end of the show. <laughs> she's, she's like, I don't even remember doing this show. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that'll be really exciting. Something to look forward to uh, coming in June. Okay, well, we also have some other news. This is this is funny because uh, this came after the Dreamer story. So we titled this episode from screen to page. So we're going from a story about a character going from screen to page, but now it's uh, kind of we're going back to the screen uh, because we actually got some television news. Maybe it's like a flat circle <laughs> around and around. So this is the the uh, one of the first things that we've heard about season six. They've dropped a, uh, a season six episode one synopsis, which feels a little spoilery to me. So we're not going to talk about it until we talk about the first episode. Uh, we've got the this news we're about to talk about and then uh, some episode titles we're going to talk about. And uh, then I think there were some photos that dropped today. I don't know. We'll decide when we get there if we want to talk about it, because I think those are spoilery as well. Uh, but so for this news, according to Entertainment Weekly, Cat uh, Grant will appear in Supergirl's final season, but not in the way you might expect. EW has exclusively learned that newcomer Eliza Helm has been cast as a younger version of Cat. Uh, well, I should specify has been cast as a younger version of Grant, the media mogul Callista Flockhart portrayed in season one in the C well in season two, in the CW superhero drama's sixth season, appearing in season six's fifth and sixth episodes, which are titled Prom Night and Prom Again, which feels lazy. <laughs> um, Prom Again. <laughs> Come <laughs> to Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> in these two episodes, Helm's young cat is introduced in flashbacks to the early days of her career when she was known as C.J. Grant. The official character des uh, description reads, quote, eager to step out of Lois Lane's shadow and out from under her boss, Perry White's thumb, Cat chases a story to Kara's hometown of Midvale. This lead won't go as planned, but it will put her on the trajectory toward the media powerhouse we know and love as Cat Grant. And uh, EW mentions the last time we saw Fl Flockhart's Cat was in the season three premiere, Girl of Steel, which revealed Cat was the White House's new press secretary so uh morgan what are your thoughts on this i mean i'm excited that we're getting cat grant back cat grant uh in quotations um but it's not callista uh, who it, i i love who is cat grant to me and so i'm i'm torn i'm excited but not as excited as I would want to be, basically. I, th I feel like they couldn't, I, and there's no telling that they won't get Callista back at some point. The season is still ongoing, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and who knows when we'll see the end of it. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I would have rather seen Callista's Cat Grant. Be, uh, with that said, um, a flashback episode sounds fun. Two flashback episodes sound like a lot of flashbacks. <laughs> flashbacks, too furious, maybe. Um, <laughs> it sounds like a lot of, we're just flashing way on back there. Everybody, I guess, needed a break uh, for those episodes. The regular cast, they're like, cool, everyone's young. I'm going to go just get a Jamba Juice. <laughs> you got it, young Cat Grant, right? Uh, I hope that they get back the actors from, from Midvale because that, that casting was so good it kind of creeped me out a little bit yeah i think those two actresses who played uh young cara and young alex are gonna be back 
And I did say just a couple episodes ago that I wanted another flashback episode. And so I cannot complain because they were like, I hear you. I acknowledge you. Here's more than what you wanted. And so I'm like, okay, two in the final season seems excessive, but all right, that's fine. I think, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to see what they, what they're going to do is like Cat Grant's story. Now, again, I hope this isn't like, Back when I was a young Cat Grant, I went to Nick. I hope it's just like a car story and Cat, young Cat Grant comes into it. Not like, this is about me, young Cat Grant. Remember me from a couple seasons ago. I'm taking over this show in its final season for two episodes. Out of 20. I mean, out of 20. Now, I love Cat Grant, but that's a little bit much in the final season. But I mean, if it's like a young Cat Grant shows up in Midvale as part of like a young car story, then I'm totally, then I'm excited about it. Yeah, that was, that was my first uh, thought as well. My second thought, my first thought was, Ooh, my whole idea of like having a Kara centric final season of Supergirl is not so Kara centric. When there are two <laughs> episodes dedicated to another character who wasn't even on the show anymore. Um, I it sort of feels so my that was my first thought, and I was kind of mad about it. But after a couple of days, I've kind of settled in and thought some more about it. Uh, the second thought I had was, uh, it sounds like they probably tried to get Callista and they couldn't. So they wanted to have Cat Grant come back in some way. And this is their workaround, which I'm good with because my whole thing is, you know, final season should uh, go back to the beginning. And so maybe this is their way to go back to the beginning and sort of uh, pay respect to that relationship. My third thought was, just like you said, if this is less of a, here's two episodes of Cat Grant's journey, that I don't want so much. It's me, Cat Grant, from the big city. <laughs> <laughs> but if it is taking place in Midvale, young Carr and young Alex are probably going to be there. And I, if it was my show, which it's not, but if it was my show, it would be vastly different. Um, and also, uh, this would be the way to develop uh, Carr's admiration of Cat Grant because we never knew why she went to go work at Catco. Why? Why did? Um, do, do we know that? Somebody in the chat remind me, did we ever get a, like a backstory of, did we ever see her, her first day? I feel like we maybe did. I feel like we might have seen her first day. I don't know that we ever got her origin of like why she wanted to work at CatCo. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think, so maybe this could be the episode where she's like, oh, this lady's pretty cool. You know, maybe I'll uh, try to work with her someday. And, you know, so if it's more tied to Kara's journey and Kara's, uh, time in Midvale and her developing the 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 nose of a reporter, I guess. I think that that would be uh, my preference because I, I I love Cat Grant. I just want more Kara stories. So if if that's the way they play it, I would be happy about it. And I think that they can, you know, like tie it back to season one and kind of show us who Cat was before she became the Cat Grant that we saw in the first season and start to like lay in about. The, that relationship that like takes place back in season one. I think that will be interesting. And I got to assume that, you know, she's part of Kara's story, whatever that is in Midvale, I guess the two proms that Kara went to prom and prom again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe it's a two-parter and they just uh, <laughs> couldn't think of a better title. So. 
I just thought that they have like a lot of proms at Midvale. They're like, you know, my favorite is is prom the trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, at least I, I don't know much about this this actress. I think she's kind of an up and up and comer. Um, but she she looks enough like uh, Callista, I think, to to pass as her her younger ingenue self. So I think that will work, and hopefully she'll ha- she'll bring a little bit of that you know that Cat Grantness to Cat Grant like, energy. Yeah, and I don't know what that entails. Is she going to be bossing people around? Is she going to demand somebody bring her a coffee? I don't know. Uh, but I, I think that would be really fun to see. What <laughs> I just she's realized like. it would be really funny to have Lois in um from Superman and Lois in this flashback that's that's not happening but the same age and so that just kind of blows our minds even more like wait what is the timeline (laughs) well you know supergirl doesn't exist in superman and lois so that's never gonna happen but it would be silly (laughs) it would be awesome though if uh if cat and lois were there together i would be really into that um are there any other comments from the chat uh let's see uh, Rachel says, I feel like the episodes aren't going to be dedicated to Kat. She'll just have a story going through those two episodes that will intersect with Car and Alex's story. That, I think, I, that's the better way to approach it, I think. Um, I just, I worry now that now that this is happening because my whole thing was going into the season. I'm trying to, like, go in with low expectations so I don't get <laughs> disappointed. But I was kind of going into season six like, okay, they have 20 episodes left to really prove to me that they care about Kara as a character. And then I opened up this news and I was like, two episodes dedicated to cat grant <laughs> and then i was like okay now you're down to 18 episodes prove to me that you care about car as a character so i really gonna, they're gonna probably prove us all wrong and it's gonna be like the most car centric episode you've ever seen i sure i sure <laughs> hope <Kat> so grant. <laughs> <laughs> cat grant pops out of the, the corner and she's like i'm here too <laughs> i'm just now i'm concerned where it's gonna be like a two-parter about uh, Kelly and what she does and another two-parter about <laughs> Brainy. And it's like the the season is slowly going to be eaten away by other character-centric episodes and Kara's going to have like one episode by the end of it. And then in the final episode, is like, oh, hey, guys, I've been here this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I was just taking a nap over there. <laughs> Yeah, so that's my concern. Um, and Rachel, uh, we and, have- uh, Rachel, d- d- just to uh, sort of fact check me, she says, uh, I thought we did see Cat hire car. I feel like that that was a thing, but I can't, I couldn't place it. So we have a comment here that says, I remember a scene where Cat pulls out Cara's resume and she had written reporter in red ink, which good memory. I did that's, not remember that. That's the season one finale, I think. Was it? Oh, I yeah. So. Is that when she was like, really, I want to be a reporter. And then, yeah, because second season was uh, was our boy Snapper Car. Yeah, right? and I think that was the same episode where she's like, Cara, I'm going to give you an office. And then she never worked in that office ever. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe no, for a couple of weeks of an office. <laughs> <laughs> Person who never shows up to work has an office. <laughs> but poor Kelly was, was slaving away in the cubicles. <laughs> and uh, Samwise mentions, and this is a good point probably too, I guess they had to find a way to fill the Melissa hole for the first couple of episodes. That may be uh, part of it as well, because they're probably going to use utilize young Kara for two episodes says so that's two episodes where they didn't need Melissa. So uh, I, th- I mean, they're put in a, you know, a tough position because, you know, they have to respect her maternity leave, but they also need to s- still tell stories that involve Kara. So uh, yeah, that's probably part of it too. 
I think it's 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 a really it's a clever way to still tell a car centric story, but like let Mer- Melissa have some time off is to do a flashback and have it be young Kara. So I think that's really cool. If again, if it's not just like, hey, it's me, Cat Grant. What is Midvale all about? <laughs> um, and it's a car story. Then like that's a smart way of kind of working around, you know, what they have to to deal with as far as scheduling. Yeah, and I, I mean, now I'm curious, why was she going by C.J. Grant? Yeah, wait. me too. I've got, I was like, wait. wait, I read that description. I was like, is is that something from the comics? Because I don't feel like it is. Mm, is it? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I've only known her as Cat Grant in the comics. So this is the first time I've ever heard uh, her referred to as C.J. Grant. So this this may be the uh, the really uh, specifically the way she becomes Cat Grant, literally, uh, <laughs> with the, the change of her name. Uh, so, I mean... I'm sort of warming up to this idea, but I was really against it at first because I'm just <laughs> I'm just so concerned that Kara is not is still going to be because the last two seasons she's felt like a minor character on her own show, and so I'm just I'm so concerned. Like the just final give us season. some Kara news, please. <laughs> just just please, just oh, at least one episode about Kara. That would be great. Um, so that's that's where my concern is coming from because that that has been something from the past. Uh, that we've uh, kind of experienced. So I'm trying, I'm trying to trying to have high hopes and optimism for it. <laughs> uh, should we talk maybe about the episode titles that we've gotten so far, since we've mentioned two of them that both involve the word prom. Uh, so maybe, <laughs> maybe we should talk about the other episodes. Yeah, because speaking of season six episode titles, uh, Spoiler TV is reporting that the first seven episodes of the final season are, and these must be the ones that they are showing before the break. So uh, episode yes, one, are. Rebirth, uh, <laughs> which whew, I had some flashbacks seeing that episode title. I was like, oh, no, are they trying to telegraph that the first episode is not going to make a lot of sense? Is that, <laughs> is that what they're trying to tell us? I well, well, all right. Here's here's my question. If you could write, like, if you were given the episode title "Rebirth," and you (laughs) could maybe write a a story about a character or two characters, what 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 characters would you pull in for an episode about Rebirth or or that's titled "Rebirth"? Okay, so definitely Turin Golden Axe. Absolutely, hundred (laughs) percent, hundred percent. And then I think it's like a mix between the Omega Men Mm, and. Uh, yes, yeah, soap definitely, but also uh, <laughs> the dude I always called Nosferatu. Love him. Yes. Um, I forget his name, but I remember <laughs> Nosferatu. <laughs> Me too. Um, but also, I feel like Gandello girl was uh, oh, she yeah. had some evil plans, <laughs> and then I was really unsure about her, like her physics, because <laughs> she was like she was like smashed in some ways, but also not in other ways. She was made of ice. Uh, so I think Gandello, although a CGI nightmare for them, and clearly not in, the, <laughs> not in their budget in any way. Neither, uh, none of these characters really are, except probably Nosferatu just put a bald <laughs> cap on a dude and some pointy ears, and you're good to go. <laughs> but then again, we don't even get Brainy's makeup, so maybe that's without outside of the reach too. Yeah, I have a feeling that it's not in related in relation to DC Rebirth at all. But man. That gives me uh, a lot of false hope about Director Bones. Because <laughs> Director Bones! Oh, Bones was in Rebirth. Oh so. my god, he was in it so long ago that I forgot. <laughs> well, we're we're uh, always continually us- behind on Rebirth. <laughs> Takes us a little bit of a we time still, we to... We haven't finished. We were good. We were good. 
we were going to get to it. And then all of a sudden the show came back. We thought we had all the time in the world. (laughs) We're just taking our time. (laughs) So, yeah, I, I would definitely, um, I would, I mean, turn golden X. She's got to show up in live action at some point. Why was she there? I don't know. What did she do? I don't know. Why did she leave? I don't know, but she was great. (laughs) But her ax was so golden. (laughs) That name alone is the best. It's such a good name. I forgot about Director Bones. Absolutely, I would want Director Bones. Forget you, Nosferatu. (laughs) It's never, it's never going to happen. But man, it's never good. It's never going to happen. It would be so good. All right, I guess Uh, we should get to the to the other titles. (laughs) Uh, Episode two is called "A Few Good Women." do you have any? Uh, I guess we could do, maybe do speculations. Yeah, let's every uh, uh, <laughs> What else do we have? Uh, <laughs> a few good. What? What's what? One's that about? I mean, there's a lot of female characters on the show. Maybe it's just uh, all about them. Uh, well, I'm hoping. Well, I, I mean, obviously about the the ladies of the show, but I'm also hoping there's a a, a few good men reference. You know, you can't handle the truth. You know, like oh you, yeah, you're right. You you can't you can't put that out there and then not deliver on some sort of. <laughs> uh, I used to know that speech by heart, and I can't remember. Oh really? So, something about men with guns on the wall or something. I don't remember, but it's <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I hope it's maybe, maybe there's like a military legal drama that's, uh, happening because, you know, that's basically, I mean, a few good men is basically like a, a military court. Maybe that's like maybe. a DE, maybe. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm pitching. I'm, I'm pitching now. Picture it. The, D, the DEO. It's maybe it's a DEO episode and they're mm. like, oh no, what are we going to do? How are we going to rebuild? And director bones comes out of the shadows and he's like, don't worry, I've got a plan. <laughs> and they're like, oh God, it's a skeleton. And 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 then we just kind of go from there. I I like the idea of, I mean, we are they are gonna have to deal with the DEO issue at some point. Are, in the first, are they? Well, no, they're not. <laughs> Good solid point. <laughs> I mean, I think they should, but I don't know that they are. Uh, so uh, that, that, but they could do that. Done with that. (laughs) (laughs) We tore it, tore the building down. It is no longer. Um, But I think that is something that maybe they could, uh, because that's sort of, it's not a military organization. That's close enough. It's it's close as they're getting. Yeah. There was, there was a general in it at one point. Remember General Haley? Uh, and also Ooh. General General Lane would come in there General every now and then. Well, they forgot about him. He was in the first season. <laughs> yes, and also Major Lane. Uh, Lucy, uh, remember Major Lucy, Lucy Lane? <laughs> she was director of the DEO, I think, she at was, one point. She was so great. They forgot. And, they, they don't ever. They're like, we don't talk about Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> Not even on Superman and Lois. No, uh, they really don't. Poor Lucy, man. That's tough for her. That's tough. Them stuffs breaks. And the, the thing that really sucks about Lucy Lane is like she, in the uh, Sterling Gates era, she's a pretty important character. She becomes Superwoman and she and Supergirl have some real drag out fights. So uh, so it's weird. They never, they never explored <laughs> that. I thought they were going to go there and they never did. No, uh, they, they dropped those Sterling Gates homages pretty quickly once they got to season two. It was like, it's all over season one. And then season two is like, <laughs> eh, not doing it anymore. <laughs> we're tired now. <laughs> <laughs> we're just so tired of reading comics and doing research. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I kind of think that if you do... Uh, a few good women as a title. It sh- it should have an homage to 
at least Tom Cruise or Jack Nicholson. You got to put something. Someone. In Someone in there. I'll, I'll even take a Demi Moore reference if that's all you got. I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. All right. So all right. should we go to episode three? I so think those, so. So those are the first two episodes, Rebirth and uh, A Few Good Women. Episode three, Phantoms of the Opera. Now, who's going to have the mask on and who's going <laughs> to say, sing to me, and who's going to sing? I think that's, that's the question I have coming from that one. Uh, do you think that they all go to the opera? They could go to the opera or they could have some phantoms from the phantom zone. Um, <laughs> what if that was, the, that was the more disappointing? Uh, I was like, Morgan. everyone in formal wear. <laughs> I was already imagining what uh, what Lena Luther was gonna wear to the, the, the opera, and it was gonna be nuts. There was probably it was gonna be like a giant like boa that was like like or maybe like a like a headpiece that kind of comes around oh, yes. a giant collar definitely it was, it was going to be very like a uh, fifth sense-esque she's gonna come out <laughs> like an alien from a different universe um but yeah probably phantom zone makes more sense <laughs> what if the aliens from the phantom zone attack during the opera See, that would be perfect. We got it. We got it. We got <laughs> it in. <laughs> uh, Claudia says, uh, maybe Cara's going to sing. Uh, you, I yeah. mean, you could do that. Uh, maybe she's uh, taking her, her Broadway debut. Uh, <laughs> so I think that, uh, you know, all of those options, good, good ideas. Good ideas. Maybe it's about a haunted theater. Theater. <laughs> the- theater. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, if it is about the Phantom Zone, uh, why is it about the Phantom Zone? Is my <laughs> question. A, it's a good question. I don't know. Um, it's it's amazing that in a show with Supergirl, my mind immediately went to, oh, it's about the opera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course they're going to the opera. Not like the Phantom Zone, which is like a huge part of Superman mythology, but like, ooh, the op- they'll all be in opera dresses. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like the Phantom Zone, they've only talked about in regards to Kara and her pod being there and kind of why she's stuck uh, for so long. So, and, well, I mean, season she, one was all the, the escapees, right? From the Phantom Zone, essentially. Uh, well, yeah, Fort, Fort Ross, 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 right? Fort Ross was, was in the Phantom Zone. Zone. Yeah. Whatever so, happened to those people? <laughs> They're just who, who they knows this crisis? Uh, I, I what okay? Here's what I want. Right, they go <laughs> they go to the opera, and Ooh, Supergirl okay. bumps into one a couple of the Phantom Zone prisoners, like the Fort Ross prisoners. But they've completely acclimated to society now. They're just like going out for a night out. They're like, <laughs> oh, dude, it's 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 Bobby just got a promotion. We're taking him here as a, <laughs> as a celebration. And Supergirl's like, ooh, well, I mean, I guess you're good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that could work. Like Brian uh, the Alien, they're just scamps now. <laughs> I mean, I think we need to circle back to Brian the Alien in the final Bro, season. What is, we, like, where is he? We, we haven't seen him since, was that season two? Was that the last time we saw him? Season two or season three? We haven't seen him in a while. We haven't seen him in a long time. I'm and I'm really concerned. What he if he's all the rights anymore? <laughs> What if he does? Oh, what if uh, I almost asked this question? Uh, what if he doesn't exist post crisis? No, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the cruelest cut, <laughs> Brian the alien. 
Oh man. Um, so yeah, oh, I, I see a comment in the chat. It says, if you recall in a season five, episode one, the villain of the day was sucked into the phantom zone in the theater where Kara got her a Pulitzer. Yeah. I remember that because the effects were not great. <laughs> I remember because they were in a theater and she looked all fancy. So my mind immediately went to, oh, what if they went to the opera? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping because I, I th- I'm pretty sure I pitched this many times on the podcast, but I would love to see Supergirl get stuck in the Phantom Zone. That's Well, I, I have to say, if you look at the next title, this could happen. Oh. Because title number four is Lost Souls. Oh. That feels Phantom Zone-y to me. A little bit. A little bit Phantom Zone. So so looking at that list, it looks like the the flashback episodes are after that. What if she's stuck in like the Phantom Zone and she was like flashing back on her life? And that's how they like write her out for two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That actually would be a good way to do it. If Carr's stuck in the Phantom Zone... Do you do you need Melissa Benoist? She's. I mean, I mean, I guess they could. When she comes back, she could be like in the Phantom Zone. What if uh, the Phantom Zone effects are like they are in Supergirl the movie, and so um, Melissa Benoist is just kind of hanging off on a wall, <laughs> and then like, uh, and then like they just superimpose Peter O'Toole like flying. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I don't know that guy. <laughs> You give that a hard time, but that's my favorite sequence, <laughs> or those my favorite sequences in that movie. Are no, the it's absolutely films. like the best sequence in the like Peter O'Toole is like, I know what this movie is, but I'm giving it my all. <laughs> God bless. Yeah, I mean, I I think it would because I mean, Supergirl has a real history with the Phantom Zone. Supergirl, the movie, she's stuck in the Phantom Zone. On Smallville, she's stuck in the Phantom Zone. It would be weird to me if they went all this time with Supergirl and she never went to, I mean, she's already kind of been in the Phantom Zone, but, you know. But they talk about the Phantom Zone, but we've never seen the Phantom Zone. Yeah. It's a big part of Superman mythology. I mean, I feel like, let's, let's, let's see what's in there. Can you imagine? So the, the rainforest was amazing because it was like, they were like, oh, this is a scary <laughs> place, but it's really, it's trees. Yes. As forest. What uh-huh. do you think the, what do you think that the Supergirl version of the Phantom Zone looks like. I've always because liked. I want it to look like Tron. <laughs> Ooh, that would be cool, right? It's just and and low budget, right? They they're just sticking up some of that uh that tape, like that illuminated tape on the walls. <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> just turn off some lights. You're good. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like the. Dark. I like the interpretations where it's like a desert place. That's uh, you know just. There's nothing there, and it, it's just horrible. Um, I I don't particularly like the uh, Supergirl the movie where it's like green goo everywhere. I'm not. I'm not a big Is there a green goo scenario? I think in Supergirl the movie, don't they like have the? Is is it the? Um, he he asked her to drink that stuff. Do you remember that the the squirt? Oh yes, the and, squirt. They, and there was like I I just I just remember like green gooey kind That's of things. Right, there was like a little pond of goo. And yeah, he's like just take a squirt. She's like, Ugh. Uh, so I'm not really into that, but I kind of like the 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 desert wasteland look. Um, yeah. So uh, Linda says like Dune. Yeah, I guess kind of like that. So I would be I would be into that if we were going to see the Phantom Zone. So I'm I'm trying not to get my hopes up about seeing the Phantom Zone, but that's possibly where that's going. 
Uh, so so we'll I see, see a, a comment in the chat that said, what if the Holy Trinity, a.k.a. Kara, uh, Alex, and Lena got sucked into the Phantom Zone and had to work out their issues through teamwork? I would um, watch that. That sounds amazing to me. Like, sign me up for that episode. I, that's one I want to I want to watch, especially like if uh, if Kara and Lena have to like work out their issues and they're like really mad at each other. But they're also just in Tron <laughs> or, or they're in the desert and Lena's like forget about it I'm leaving and she just stomps off and then she just stops and then she's like there's nowhere to go <laughs> are, are they riding motorcycles as well uh, don't they have motorcycles Ooh. in Tron yes they have the light up motorcycles yeah so everybody gets a light up motorcycle <laughs> Alex I would love that Alex would be so excited Alex would be like I love it here <laughs> I never go I'm never going home uh, well, they already kind of did Kara, Alex, and Lena in the Rainforest. That's true. true. Yeah, it could be a it could be a throwback. Oh yeah, going, going back to some some early seasons to to um, circle back to it. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I'm uh, like I said. I'm hoping that uh, I don't get my hopes up, but it's a possibility. So I guess uh, what are our last episodes that? So, we so then we've got prom night and prom again. <laughs> uh, which are our two, f- we have been confirmed. Those are our Midvale flashback episodes. Do you, so I'm do you, do you think they it's going to be some- like a, like a groundhog day? Oh, <laughs> I like that. Like, I like I, that a lot. I, 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 well, I think it's just a two-parter, but. No, I want it to be Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like when that's done well, it's really good. They had a they had a Legends of Tomorrow episode where it was basically like Groundhog Day. Like she kept the ship kept ex- kept exploding. Oh, and Zari had to figure out like how to save them all. But every time she kept dying, so she knew when like oh this person's going to do this or this person's going to say that. And then and then you get the montages of her just like giving up and like eating a pile of donuts and then the ship. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I think that that's that's a fun possibility of like getting them stuck in like a little bit of a time loop. I think could be fun. They also did that on Arrow in Arrow's final season, which was actually pretty good, uh, mostly because it had it featured Laurel Lands. Uh, well, I guess Earth Two Laurel Lands pretty heavily, so that's why that was good. Um, but yeah, so they also did it on Arrow. So why not on Supergirl? I think, I think it's possible. Exactly. Or or maybe they just it, it's the the Midvale. Um, tradition to have prom twice. It's like you do prom one and then you do prom again. Everybody knows about prom <laughs> yeah. again. Uh, but I mean, I, I'm assuming we're going to see the Cars prom. Like, is that what you're thinking? Like, that's what I'm thinking. It's got to be that's, Cars prom. It's, it almost has to be. Maybe the story that Kat is investigating, if she is, um, maybe, maybe it's happening during Cars prom. Maybe something bad happens at the prom. And they have to solve a solve a mystery, solve a crime, stop a bad guy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that would that would be cool though, because that would be something that would be a big, you know, prom is a big deal in a young person's life. I know. Um, who do you think that Kara went to prom with? Um, who was the who was the kid from the flashback episode? Uh, Ken, Kenny Lee. Kenny Lee. Oh yeah. Did maybe. did he? I thought I thought he died, uh, but but that, but that was pre-crisis. Oh yeah, Kenny so, lives again. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe. We're bringing him back. <laughs> oh, uh, Claudia has a good speculation. Uh, is prom night set in the past and prom again is set in the present? Ooh. Oh, mm. maybe maybe Cara has to, as an adult, revisit her prom. 
Kara has to go back to prom as an adult. <laughs> like this in the same like in the same like early two thousands prom dress. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's a good point. It could be it could be two different uh, time periods. Um, uh, okay. Uh, and Katie also mentions, uh, maybe we'll finally get a scene where Kara kisses a boy and breaks his nose at prom. Uh, yeah, she does mention uh, that to Kenny. Oh yeah. Uh, or, or it, if it's not uh, to Kenny, it's about Kenny. Maybe it was in that episode. It was in, it was in mid mid when she mentions that. Um, so I think that, uh, could be possible. Oh, Abby uh, makes a good point though. She says, maybe it's a reunion, like what they did for Smallville. So like maybe, Car goes back for her Midvale high school like a reunion, reunion. Yeah. yeah. But then she's like, "Oh God, it's just like prom <laughs> again." <laughs> <laughs> I did that in my Shatner. <laughs> uh, all good possibilities, all probably uh, going to happen. Um, yeah, uh, Linda also says, um, uh, "Hopefully, it's not William and Car going to a dance." This could maybe, if they were going to do the William Carr romance, that would be a good way to do it if they had them go to some sort of dance. Oh. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> not, I'm not saying, like, that's my preferred uh, episode, but... Uh, yeah, it, I mean, like, if, yeah, if they're you, pushing that, if they're pushing that romance and she's going for her high school reunion... You've you got it. You've got to do something. It's got to go with her, I guess. But, I mean, we don't know that that's the case. <laughs> You're you're going in low expectations for that too. I, I uh, they have to they have to really wow me to get me on board of that uh that relationship. Yeah, I, I mean if you're if you're dedicated to that, if you really want that to happen, you've got to start setting that <laughs> you've up. You've got to sell us all because I feel like you got 20 episodes to do it. Not you've a lot really, of time. <laughs> you've really got to sell it. Uh, so that starts uh, right off the bat, hopefully, um, <laughs> to really get us invested in that. So I guess let's go. Uh, we have one more episode to talk about. And that is episode seven, Fear Not. Um, oh, but not is spelled K-N-O-T. Like a, like a, not, like a not. Uh-huh. Fear not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have, like, I like the punniness of that. <laughs> I have no thoughts about it, though. What if she is in the phantom zone and facing her fear? What if she's just in the phantom zone for, like, the first half <laughs> of the season? Just I would be into that, honestly. Fears. Uh, I, I, I kind of like that. And then the, <laughs> by the time she gets out, she's like, guys, I'm really good at motorcycles now. <laughs> <laughs> And she's she she gets out of the phantom zone and she looks like a like Furiosa from like Mad Max Fury Road. <laughs> like comes out, there's somebody behind her playing like a fire guitar. <laughs> she's like, it was real in the phantom zone. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what a fear not is is about, uh, but I'm very curious. But that's uh if well, I, I think they would probably usually episode seven or eight is usually like that that break point, um, like during a winter break. Yeah, that's uh, true. So that could be a cliffhanger into the first half of the season. So I don't know what that is, but uh, if it's uh, so, th it's interesting. There's Phantom of Phantoms of the Opera, Lost Souls, and then Fear Not. So that could all be possibly related to the Phantom Zone. I don't know. It Maybe that's because like of me, but we're. I feel like it's also because we've we've gone down them one by one, and we're trying <laughs> we're trying to string together a narrative. Like, so, so, 
that thing where it's like, do you see the person's face or do you see the bunny? Like we're, <laughs> we're <laughs> is the dress, dress blue or gold? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think it's because we want to maybe see the phantom zone. And so I think that's, oh, Kanisha has a good speculation. What if fear not is like tie the knot with Alex and Kelly. Oh. Maybe this is, this is an episode where they, uh, mm. where they get married. That I mean, and it's it's where like a normal break in the season would be of for a short break. We're getting a long break, but I mean, <laughs> a break that we don't know when is going to end. Uh, a CBD break, <laughs> uh, the best kind. Uh, but no, that would I mean, that kind of naturally feels like a place where you put a big event. And so like a wedding where something goes like something goes awry at the wedding because none of these weddings ever uh, just are a fun wedding uh, right. that everybody attends. And, and, uh, and then like they wake up the next morning, they're a little hungover and then they just get a brunch. Like it's so, one time they actually got attacked by uh, Nazis from another earth. So yes. that's yeah. what happened. Things usually, things usually get real at the weddings. So uh, I could see that the, the Alex and Kelly and Alex and Kelly feel like they have like a very like, mature stable relationship where like i wouldn't be surprised if suddenly they were like hey what if we got married like it wouldn't be out of nowhere yeah and uh it looks like el, el rainbow three had that same sort of idea how did we not uh automatically go there i feel like that now that i, I look about, at it i'm I like about, i was about to pitch a story about about a boat <laughs> <laughs> you know because like the nautical knots <laughs> I would be I like how immediately Phantom of the Opera was about opera, not the Phantom <laughs> Zone. And tying the knot was about like we were we were like the metaphorical knot of <laughs> emotions. And they're like, no, it's probably just a wedding episode. <laughs> or <laughs> or is that thing that makes more sense? <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe we've uh gotten some things worked out here. Uh <laughs> we've really just uh spoiled the season for everyone. Uh, I also think it'd be it would make sense for it to be Alex and Kelly getting married if they're going to eventually do the adoption storyline with Are they? Alex. Because I feel like, the, don't they have to? They, they have, have to. to. They broke up Sanders, a very popular relationship on the show because Alex wanted kids so badly. And then they forgot immediately that she wanted kids as soon as they wrote off the character they needed to write off. And so I feel like they have to pay it they off. They have to. Because not only, I feel like, do like, uh, Alex fans deserve that as part of her character journey and Alex and Kelly fans deserve that but like Alex and Maggie fans deserve that to have still been the reason they broke up and not just for no reason <laughs> yeah and that would give them 13 episodes after that to to eventually adopt a child <laughs> it's gonna be in like episode 19 she's gonna be like remember when I wanted that baby I just <laughs> found one on the sidewalk <laughs> <laughs> Samwise also makes a good point about that title. Uh, oh, wait, that's the wrong comment. Uh, like a not a fear in her stomach. So maybe it is. Uh, I think some people were mentioning maybe it's her. Uh, Claudia says maybe a proposal. Alex having to get over fearing being rejected again. So it could all be. It could be all those things. Oh um, yeah, and uh, it looks like Katie says, "Oh, and they would both be scared to get married because uh, both of their past relationships ended badly," which is a good point. Yeah. 
So I think uh, I think we've figured it out. I think we've all we've all really come together to really workshop that that <laughs> idea and that, that, that uh, break break down that episode. Thank God we did this live, or else you and I would have just been like, and then they tied knots. Is that <laughs> like, how did that not occur to us at any point? <laughs> not at any point. We're clearly not a speculation based <laughs> podcast because we're not great at it. <laughs> um, so even though I am not uh, normally one to use spoiler tv as a source sometimes I, i'm very speculative about that and uh concerned about them as a source uh all of these titles do seem to line up what entertainment weekly was also reporting um so i i'm assuming those seven episode titles are correct we'll get there when we get the episode descriptions eventually and uh, see what the episode descriptions <laughs> have to say because we're going to be getting those again uh which has been a while since we've uh oh, i forget what we named the episode oh. description writer I can't remember. It was like Veronica or something. It, it might have been Veronica. It's finally, it's finally her time again. She's like, <laughs> it's time for my creativity to, to be let free. I hope she gives us another, like, a very special Valentine's Day when, like, there's no scene of the couple yeah. in question. Or, like, um, we find out, may, finally in this season, we're going to find out about... Uh, Marsh Manhunter's dark secret. John's shocking secret. John's yes. shock, shocking secret. I'm going to say right now, it's going to be in this final season. We're finally going to know. They have to. 20 they have to. <laughs> they have to. They they told us. <laughs> did, did they ever put that on a deleted scene? I don't know. I, don't I would buy so. the DVDs just <laughs> to know what it was. <laughs> We've got to dig up that uh, description. Uh, Nobody I can't out there has those DVDs. And if you do, please look through the just just scroll through the deleted scenes and just let us know if it's in there (laughs) (laughs) because it's just, it's an unanswered question uh, that we need to uh, answer before the the, uh, season, uh, the the season and the series end. Uh, We have one more uh, proposal for what this episode's about. And I think this one, I think this is it. Listen, the wedding (laughs) is pretty good, but this, I I think this one's it. And it's garlic bread knots. Have you ever had a garlic uh, bread knot? They're so good. They're really good. Yes. They're like one of my favorite things. Anytime I'm in like like a pizza place and they have garlic knots, I'm like, oh God, there they are. (laughs) It's it's a great idea. And then by the end of the the appetizer, like, but I ordered pizza too. What was I thinking? It's always a mistake. That's the thing. That's (laughs) the great thing about garlic bread knots. They're both, um, they're both very tasty and always a mistake. Like, because you think I'll have one, I'm just going to have one garlic bread knot. I'm going to be so excited for my pizza. And then after you've eaten more than one, you're like, Oh, I don't feel so good. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) They're, they're really good though. Just if you're going to eat them, just get the garlic knots. <laughs> Maybe Cara goes on this whole journey with us. <laughs> garlic knots. Oh man. Well, you know, I don't I don't put it past Cara to go to the uh alien uh Al's alien uh dive bar and order some garlic knots. I got I bet they have like pretty pretty choice garlic knots there. I feel like they have good bar food at, at Al's alien bar. And it's probably some kind of alien version of garlic knots, whatever that is. Some, you know, yeah. different seasoning. You know, they probably prepare it a little differently on different planets. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> but, uh, but I believe in my heart that every planet has garlic knots. That's <laughs> I mean, why Why wouldn't you? I want to I wanna just put that firmly down that every planet has garlic knots. <laughs> Across the multiverse, in every pre- and post-crisis timeline, everyone's got a garlic knot. Garlic knots are universal. It's uh, what brings us all together. 
<laughs> all right. Well, those are kind of all the episode titles that we know of at this point. There's still not a lot that we know about season six. Uh, there's not been a trailer. Uh, we did get some pictures. Do you, you got some pictures? Should we talk about the pictures? I have them up in a tab. <laughs> and, and I can share them. Uh, so, some of them look a little spoilery, but since we don't really have a lot of news, I guess might as well. So uh, here, I'll uh, see if I can... Uh, share my screen and we'll uh take from, a, from take the a description of the episode and i'm not going to get into it too much because the description was pretty descriptive um but they it seems like episode one is uh rebirth is uh <laughs> is more like rerun of season five and like they have to wrap they're trying to wrap up all those storylines real fast yeah episode uh, i wouldn't be surprised honestly if they're using some of that footage from the episodes that we didn't that got compressed together yeah i think there was i think they had <laughs> i want to say they had my favorite one <laughs> what, what uh, is he doing <laughs> well i think they had some of the finale shot i think they only needed a couple of more like one or two more scenes before they finished the finale and they could oh wow so abby so, in the chat says that apparently the the outfit lena is wearing is from a deleted scene from last season Oh, so, so this one, so this outfit here. Oh, she's she's got a, a suit in the in the lab. Maybe is that I, where I, we think she is? It could be anywhere. Knowing Lena, <laughs> <laughs> like a child's birthday party, <laughs> she's wearing like a full a full suit. Uh, it looks like she is in the lab because I see like I don't so, know what looks like lab b com computers? computer uh, monitors with like, kind. with like graphics and <laughs> stats all <laughs> <laughs> things she needs to know it's like oh, pull up my stats <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it looks like we maybe got uh supergirl in the fortress uh, yeah i mean so this is an important question a very important question are the are the bangs a season six thing or are the bangs a holdover from season five? This is an interesting question because I've seen some. Uh, <laughs> what is the bang continuity? Because <laughs> I've been so starved for Supergirl stuff. Normally, I don't look at the set photos, but I have been for this one uh, to see what the heck is going on. And I think some of the pictures, she doesn't have the bangs. <laughs> so I think that's making it even more clear that this uh, this first episode is going to be. And I don't, I'm not saying this in a mean way, but like a Frankenstein of like whatever footage they had left over from last season to kind of like wrap up that storyline. So I don't think that we're going to know, in my opinion, we're not going to know a lot about what season six is going to be about until like the end of the first episode. I and think that's when they'll start setting it up. Like, but season six isn't about technology anymore. Hope is <laughs> hope's cool now. And hope's like, I am not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think a few good women is what's going to start our net, our final season really. Uh, so yeah. So that could be really interesting. If the, the bangs signal the end of season five and uh, the, uh, the, I, I guess the season one hair is going to make a comeback, which I think would be really fitting for the show to go back to to the beginning, and and even even with a uh, car's hairstyle, I think I think that would work, <laughs> and that's going to really throw off the people of National City who have been like, hmm, Supergirl has bangs, Cara Danvers also has bangs. Now, now they're not going to know. They're going to get real confused now because she's she's going to go back with no bangs. Oh, uh, yeah. That's going to be a puzzler. <laughs> she is. She is. Oh, uh, Katie makes a, a good speculation. Maybe she grows them out while, while she's in Ooh. the family. 
that could be it. I think we I think we've uh, figured it out. We're we're really writing season six as we go. I think we're really we, we really are. are. We've really figured it out. <laughs> no time to cut your bangs in like the dune hellscape of <laughs> the pants. What else do you have to do? Nothing. Uh, so you might as well cut your cut your hair while you're there. Um, so it doesn't look like uh, Supergirl is by herself. Looks like Lex is in the fortress with her. Uh, some people on Twitter, I think, uh, made the good call that I think this is Alex, maybe Alex's kryptonite sword from season one. So maybe Ooh. the kryptonite sword is bringing uh, a comeback. I uh, thought it was like a child's lightsaber. It also could be that. <laughs> um, if it's a kryptonite sword, I hope it looks better in action than it does in this small still. Because I was like, what is that? What is he holding? Is it a baton? Is he conducting? <laughs> We're right back to the opera. <laughs> I brought us back. <laughs> the opera could be in the fortress. Now it that would be. be, that's a choice. That really is uh, a choice of what you're doing there. They're going all uh, out for this final scene. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that brings up a lot of questions for me. If it is the kryptonite sword, uh, that's dangerous for Kara, who is also in the fortress. Uh, and uh, Lex seems to be celebrating uh, very happy about what's going on. So uh, that seems to be uh, very concerning for Kara. Um, so I don't know if uh, maybe this is uh, maybe this is when she gets sent to the Phantom Zone. Ooh, maybe maybe something maybe. happens. But, uh, I, we're just uh, we're just gonna assume she goes to the Phantom Zone. We're, we're gonna be totally wrong. <laughs> we're gonna be so wrong. <laughs> we're just we're just going with that premise for now. All right, so let's see what else we got here. So this is more uh, Supergirl in the Fortress, uh, notably with the uh, the uh, Daft Punk suit. Yeah. Oh, I was about to say, why is her S shield all lit up? But the I forgot about the the Daft Punk suit because she doesn't have the helmet on. So that's interesting, though, because that isn't that an anti kryptonite suit. I thought so, but doesn't isn't the helmet like an integral compart? <laughs> yes, part of that. That encases her so that she can uh, be protected by the uh, kryptonite. So that's that's interesting. Hmm. I don't know. Well, uh, we'll see what happens we'll there. Find out. <laughs> uh, but now we're connecting dots with the kryptonite suit and the anti-kryptonite suit and the kryptonite sword. So it looks like the uh, the Martians are there, uh, looking not Martian like. Uh, no. So <laughs> I guess <laughs> I didn't have the budget for it in the uh, the finale or the uh, season premiere. I guess it is now. Excited looks- to see M- Megan back. Yeah, love Megan. I hope she gets to stick around more in the final season. Maybe she's connected to uh, Jean's storyline for the final season. Uh, that would be really great because she was she was good at the end of season five. She had that. Um, didn't she have a talk with Nia maybe in the oh. hallway of Lena's lab? That feels right. I, I feel like there was a really good scene between the we two. Have to, I have to rewatch the finale of season five. I have so few memories of it. <laughs> We're really, I think next week of Supergirl Radio is just going to be season five refresh. You know, <laughs> do you like refresh? It'll just be, do you remember season five? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we're just going to have to like uh, pull up some some factoids about season five. Uh, I also feel like we, we came up with so many out there jokes in season five that I don't remember what's real and what's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, that didn't really happen, did it? In it the was show. just something we made. That was up. just a joke. <laughs> um, uh, Claudia asks, "Is this a pick? Is this a leftover scene from season five? Now, I, I don't think so. I think this is whatever this is happening in this episode. So it's a, 
it's definitely something that we ha- I don't think we've seen before because I, I don't remember Supergirl in the anti-kryptonite suit in the fortress. Like this. No, not at all. I don't remember that at all. I mean, it's possible it happened. <laughs> I just don't remember it. <laughs> so it does look like we're going to get a lot of Magan, which is great. I, I, I want more of Magan all the time. Uh, so it looks like we're going to get some Jean and uh, Brainy in his purple suit, which is awesome. And uh, as he makes great. it. <laughs> Well, we'll see if he's got uh, the green skin at, at all, but at least he's got that cool purple suit that's a, a great homage to his comic and, book. And he seems alive, which is great. Uh, maybe that's part of the, maybe it's part of the rebirth. Maybe he's, uh, Ooh. you know. Um, Brainy, Brainy 2.0. <laughs> yeah, maybe he survived whatever happened he's to him. Like, I'll never five. be outsmarted again. Because <laughs> uh, something happened to him, but I don't quite remember exactly. Uh, he so was we'll, like we'll in a, He was like in a chamber or something. Uh, he had a thing in his hands and Lex just took it out of his hands. <laughs> and those are the only things I remember. Man, I have to rewatch this. Finale. We are really going to have to rewatch it. Uh, oh boy, so, uh, it's been a while. <laughs> so it looks like Brainy and, and Nia Dreamer are doing something together. And it looks, it looks like we got uh, some uh, Lily and Luther. Yes. This, this is, see, this is what I this is what I want and I this need. This is what we come for. We come here for, yeah. Lily and, and Luther in a pink power suit. <laughs> <laughs> and uh they're drinking champagne, which uh is seems like a cause for celebration, <laughs> which is also very concerning to me. It's very concerning. For what are they celebrating? Because <laughs> a, a Luther drinking some champs is never a good sign for anybody else. <laughs> they seem very pleased with themselves. And also in this picture with Lillian and, and Lex, that uh, computer monitor. That looks, looks like, like that's monitor. <laughs> that looks like the one uh, behind Lena. So uh, is Lena working with them? Is she trying to stop them? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's a Luther action. Uh, looks like we oh, get uh, Alex. <laughs> Alex in her new super suit uh, with a com- complete with the hood. Shadow. <laughs> so so they're staying. They're they're sticking to that. They're really committed to, to that. <laughs> they're, they're like, you know what? We love this look for her. <laughs> We want to continue. Make it make the eyeshadow bluer, maybe. <laughs> At least the eyeshadow makes sense when combined with the blue inside the hood. It's like when so. she takes the hood down, it's like, oh gosh, that's so much eyeshadow. <laughs> yeah, I think with the hood, even though the hood doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, it, it looks better with the hood. It definitely does look better with the hood. Yeah. So I will say that. Um, let's see. Uh, Claudia asks, do you think Lillian will poison Lex again like she did in season four? Uh, or at least she tried in season four. Maybe. Maybe that's what the champagne is there for. Um, so we'll we'll see what the losers Ooh, are up that to. That would be like a double like a double cross from Lillian. <laughs> She's like, sorry. <laughs> double, double cross. Uh, yeah, no, I would be into that. Um, so it does look like we're going to get uh, Vigilante Alex uh, and doing something with Kelly in, in that same in that same place with the the monitors. Where oh my god, it? that that place with the monitors is so popular. <laughs> the background like so many monitors. <laughs> is this all just the same scene? Or are these just pictures from like one and <laughs> two scenes? It might be. Although I I love the way that Alex is looking at Kelly. Like, excuse me, <laughs> excuse me. Like, I feel like uh, Kelly said something like, "Honey, I just don't think that the eyeshadow." She's like, "Excuse me." <laughs> It's, it's tough. It's she's, tough. It's blue and it's tough. <laughs> she's very protective about her look. Um, and I've noticed uh, Alex has a, like a uh, some, some kind oh, of bracelet. Yeah. What is oh, that? I don't know what that does. I'm is sure it has like, a purpose. Is that like a signal watch for Supergirl or something. So she's like, if you're gonna go out there in this suit, you need you need something. You need an SOS in case you get in trouble. 
Maybe, and now I'm curious about that and the belt. Also, why is she wearing a belt? What is the significance? Did, was, of- was the belt on the suit the last time we saw the suit? I don't or remember. Had they not CGI'd that <laughs> at that moment in time? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, Kanisha also asks, uh, is this the tower? Do we think this is the tower? I, but Lex and Lillian seem to be there. Is it the ta- like? It doesn't the tower is the tower like where Martian Manhunter? Yeah, had that's his office. Yeah, that's like his secret, super secret um, thing in his library. That yeah, open, opens up like Diagon Diagon Alley. <laughs> where are all the books? <laughs> Where's his copy of Twilight? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't he? He did have one, didn't he? he? Did yeah? I saw him like Katie McGraw book club. <laughs> they like zoomed in. They were like, oh, Twilight. <laughs> We don't remember what happened to Brandy, but we remember and now that. I think, I think it's important that if we ever talk to David Harewood, we ask him if he's Team Edward or Team Jacob. We have to. That's Is Martian Manhunter Team Edward? I must know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Claudia thinks that the bracelet is the weapon that Jean gave her uh, that turns into any weapon she thinks of. Oh, of course. It, it could be. <laughs> I, I don't remember what it looked like, but I remember that oh. being a thing that existed. It definitely did exist, and it would make the most sense. So I feel like that's right. And there's also a question about uh, not finishing the suit by the end of the season. I remember there being talk that like there was there was more evolution to the suit that was coming. Um, so I don't know if that's yeah. I feel like I feel happening. like um, uh, Kyler Lee had mentioned that there was like a couple. There were like scenes about about the suit or about how like the suit was going to evolve that all ended up you know, on the cutting room floor because they had to smush like three episodes into one. So maybe we're getting some of that here. Maybe so. Maybe this is uh, just the start of Alex's. And I think that's the last. uh, Yeah, that's the last image for uh, the first episode, which is called Rebirth. Rebirth. That's right. Rebirth. (laughs) So uh, (laughs) we'll, we'll have to see what all of that is about. But it looks like we got pictures from maybe two scenes. Uh, so yeah, it doesn't cool. look like we got substantial uh, information in those pictures. Uh, at first I was like, Oh, these might be spoilery. But as we looked through them, I was like, I know nothing. I know nothing more now than I, I did before. I, the only one that I'm concerned about is the Lex with the kryptonite sword. Uh, that one seemed to be a little spoilery to me. Um, but, uh, other than that, we still don't really know anything about the season. Yeah, g- g- given like our were... speculations about the episode titles, it looked like they were in the fortress, right? In the in a lot yeah. of those photos. So, like, how Lex is in the fortress—that's not good. Well, and it's weird to me that they the Luthers can just break in because you remember in season one they made a big deal about how that giant key that's from the comics uh, is how you open up the fortress. Like, you have to be <laughs> strong enough, like yeah. Superman and Supergirl, in order to open the fortress. But the Luthers come in like willy nilly all the time. They're like, oh, hey, it's us. We're just dropping by. I mean, what's the point of that giant key if it's never going to keep anybody out? She needs to get Calyx back as a home security system because yeah. he, was, he was good. He was he good. Was, he was like, you're an intruder. Yeah. Didn't he like cause problems? For he, 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 did. he did because he thought he, she was an intruder and he did and try I, to kill her. And but, I think that's how he he is no longer on the show. He got destroyed. R.I.P. Calyx. Never forget. Uh, <laughs> But he was a very effective uh, security system. He was. That is true. Oh, man. (laughs) I I would love to see Kellogg's again. That would be a good way to go back uh, to season one. 
So, um, okay. Well, I guess those are some of our speculations about episode titles and pictures that we have no idea what it's all <laughs> what, about. What do they mean? I mean, we've written season six in our heads already, but we got it. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be open-minded to see what is actually going to be happen, happening. <laughs> and uh, speaking of seasons, I guess, uh, Morgan, I, I don't know if you've been keeping up with Superman and Lois. I'm still... I have I'm not. <laughs> I'm still watching it, and we're still podcasting during its time slot. So, you know what? That's just going to be the way it is for at least this week and next week. Yes, uh, Superman and Lois. What now? <laughs> before, until, until we get our spot taken from us. Before they <laughs> kick us out, we're going to be real defiant still about it. Yeah, exactly. I'm still mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, so something interesting happened at the end of uh, the third episode of Superman and Lois, uh, an episode titled The Perks of Not Being a Wallflower. Um, I, uh, at the end of that uh, episode, a superpowered man, I don't think we ever got his name, uh, but he he did have superpowers and he was working uh, for Morgan at Morgan Edge. He he asks the question, and this is what he says, how's Lar going to take care of it? And then, a, and then a woman with heat vision is seen murdering him in his car. So uh, I have uh, uh, a suspicion that uh, this is our first uh, uh, little glimpse of uh, Leslie Lar, uh, aka Leslie Lar, on the show. But I think this is the first live action appearance of Leslie Lar. So uh, I'm very excited to see where this goes. D- does this make you, Morgan, want to keep uh, to catch up on Superman and Lois? It does. It really does. Because first, I love Les Lillar. Uh, after we learned all about her, I'm now um, I'm now mad that she's in Superman and Lois and not Supergirl, where she belongs. Right. Uh, you know, with the character that she was obsessed with uh, <laughs> for all that time. But that's okay. Um, but also, I I reckon I realized where I recognize this actress from when I was like looking at the clip earlier. I was like, God, she looks familiar. And then I realized it was Degrassi. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. right. She was in Degrassi. So, I mean, I feel, I was like, I got to support <laughs> my Degrassi alums. And uh, just to uh, to give more context to what what I have up on the screen and for audio listeners, uh, what I have right now is just a, a picture of her with slightly red eyes. Uh, she actually does have full on heat vision in the scene. I, this was just the best picture, the best um, frame to see her face. So you could see what she looked like. Uh, but yeah, so I'm excited uh, about a possible uh, Leslie Lar on the show. I actually had a coworker who was like, hey, uh, so at this uh, at the end of this uh, week, Superman Lois, there was uh, like a, a lady with heat vision. Do you know who that is? And I was like, oh. That boy, do I? I was like, <laughs> how 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 much time do you have? Um, <laughs> sit down while I spin you a tail. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I as soon as he told me that, I was like, oh, this is when they're introducing uh, Leslie Lar. So I got very very excited about that. And she she's a pretty menacing threat in that scene uh, where she full on murders a dude in his car using her heat vision. She has uh, no uh, concern about it at all. So I don't know if she's working with Morgan Edge or what. Uh, but uh, I'm very excited to see what they do with her, even though her whole thing was she wanted to take over Linda's life, and she tried to do that over the span of three decades. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not not better about it at all. What if the twist is, like, at the end of, like, super, like the season of Superman and Lois, she's like, I will go find Supergirl, and then she, like, gets to uh she gets to supergirl for like one of the last episodes and supergirl just like immediately like throws her off 
<laughs> just like bing <laughs> i i would at least uh like the uh the fact that she'd be on there for even a split second it's it's just so wild that i think it's really funny because supergirl used so many superman villains and like not not as many of her own villains as we wish she would and then superman and lois comes on and like fi- you're like okay well finally they can use all those superman villains and they're like twist <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is if they if they use les les Hilar, they could open up the door to black flame they could have all these other characters come in uh from the bottle city and it's i don't know but part i almost said part of me um, <laughs> all of me <laughs> all of me uh is is excited that there is a Lesalar on tv but i but i'm also conflicted because i wish it was on supergirl but that is it is what it is um so at least she's gonna get some live action love and people are gonna learn who she is a lot of people yeah. i saw i saw um when i looked at the post of the the scene on facebook it, uh, they had the question like who is she and uh, i looked in the facebook comments and it was like Nobody knew. I think on Twitter, more people knew who she was. But on Facebook, nobody really knew. And I was like, y'all don't even know <laughs> what you're about to. <laughs> y'all don't yeah. even know. Um, so uh, Kenny has a question related to Superman and Lois. Um, uh, uh, the heat vision in, is red in Superman and Lois. And of course, in Supergirl, uh, her heat vision is blue. So d- I guess, uh, sn- oh. snap, snap judgment, uh, do you prefer blue heat vision or red heat vision? vision? That's a really good question. I really like it on Supergirl, but I do feel like red makes more sense as a heat vision. I think... I don't know. I kind of liked Supergirl's approach to it because the the whole idea was like if you turn on your gas burner and uh and yeah. the, the heat comes on like the flame comes on it's blue. And so I kind of liked that twist to it like the, the idea that that's actually coming from a real, you know, a real thing in uh in science with the the fl- uh, the flame. I, I thought that was a, a neat you know, a, a, an interpretation that was actually coming from someplace. So I I don't know. I think I mean, I like the red heat vision. It's a classic. I'm going to go blue heat vision on this. Yeah. Jen in the chat says uh, the hottest flames are blue. Yeah. So uh, I, somebody was really thinking about that. Yeah. I like that a lot. So I, I got to give it up for the blue the blue heat vision. All right. Well, do we have any other questions before we wrap it up? We were really just going to talk about some of these news items. And that was going to be kind of it for this episode. It feels like this is short. For us, uh, it, it it is, and yet somehow we've pitched a whole half season <laughs> to them. <laughs> like, here's what you can do: free ideas. Well, uh, I mean, if they they'll never take them, but they should. No. <laughs> we had some really, really good ideas. Um, so I guess maybe now that we're kind of you know finished with all of our discussion, I think we should uh, maybe get to some plugs. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252 and make sure to write and call in before Tuesdays at 6.30 p.m. Eastern. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen 
listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchaser, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the CW Supergirl TV series. We are listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com slash dc-fans. If you like what we do, we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. You can find links to everything I just mentioned on supergirlradio.com on the right side of the page. If you enjoy our Supergirl Radio live streams, make sure to subscribe to the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel and hit that notification bell to get notified when we go live and wired. DC TV Podcast also has a Tee Public store, so if you are in need of some new DC TV related t-shirts, tank tops, sweatshirts, onesies, mugs, notebooks, pillows, or stickers, go to supergirlradio.com and click on the Tee Public store link at the top of the page. Supergirl Radio is part of the DC TV Podcast Network, so if you also like The Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, Black Lightning, Titans, Doom Patrol, Batwoman, Stargirl, Superman and Lois, and the upcoming Green Lantern, Justice League Dark, and Strange Adventure shows, and DC TV After Dark. You can subscribe to the DC TV Podcast Mega Feed on Apple Podcasts. Follow at DC TV Podcasts on Twitter and like DCTV Podcasts on Facebook, or else. This has been a message from Hope, inhabiting the Flash Vessel, also known as New Rachel. And uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, the Tea Public Store, we've got some Dreamer designs. Uh, if you want to Ooh. check out some uh, T-shirts and mugs and all kinds of things uh, that we have in there about Dreamer. So definitely go check that out. Um uh, the link you can find on supergirlradio.com. And I think I might also have it in the video description for this live stream. If I don't, I'll put it in there. Uh, but you can definitely check out things on our T Public store because we've got a couple of Dreamer designs now. And we would like to thank our Legion of Super sponsors for supporting the Supergirl Radio Patreon. These sponsors include Michael, Sam, Anne-Marie, Grout, Yvonne, Quinn, Jessica, Nicola, uh, Leslie, uh, the Supergirl Radio Legal Consultant, <laughs> Abby, Ermgard, Miriam, Cherie, Donna, and Nicole. And if you'd like to become a Legion of Super Sponsor, visit patreon.com slash supergirlradio. We have four tiers of monthly memberships, and we appreciate you helping us keep the lights on. It helps us with our... Um, uh, lips and fees and our stream yard fees and our wave fees. So, uh, so, <laughs> so that you're programmed so many fees, <laughs> so many fees. So, uh, so you are actually, you literally helping us do the podcast. And so, uh, we've got a couple of, uh, bonus Patreon uh, things up now. You can uh, learn about Bunsen. Uh, and my cat, he's, <laughs> he's got a special spotlight on Bunsen. <laughs> um, and there'll be some features of uh, editing. If you have any edi editing questions, video editing questions, you can let me know and I'll, I'll go over some things. So I'll probably be doing a little of that. We'll, we'll be doing a, you know, a lot of different things. Maybe talking about some of the nerdy things that we have uh, collected or, you know, Whatever we think about that week that we want to talk about. So you'll be getting extra bonus Supergirl Radio. You'll you'll keep getting exclusive. <laughs> you'll keep getting the regular Supergirl Radio quality content you get every week. Uh, but the Patreon is for if you just if you just, just want a little more. Just some bonus stuff. Just some bonus stuff. We also have tiers where you can uh like suggest a, a topic for us and uh 
we'll talk about it. Yeah, and you and you'll be on the podcast. So, um, so we have a snappy a snappy listener. You, you, level. Can, come, you can come make yeah. snap judgments with us. You can make snap judgments. Mike is always like, I, I don't want to be on the whole episode, but can I just like come by for the snap judgments? I'm like, no, whole episode or you can't just come by for the snap judgments. <laughs> But you can actually come by for the, just the snap judgments. <laughs> you could if you join as a snappy listener. Uh, we also have uh, uh, we also we also have a tier uh, about uh, reviews of DC TV shows and films. So we'll be getting uh, started. I think we need to get started on that this month, Morgan. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so we'll, we'll have to start our first review of that. So uh, definitely check out the Patreon if you want uh, more Supergirl radio content. All right. Well, you can find me on Instagram at the Derby Kid. Uh, take a picture or two a week, hopefully. Uh, so you can definitely go check me out over there. Uh, I also have a YouTube channel, YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash duckmilkprod. Uh, latest content, uh, a lot of Snyder Cut stuff, a lot of Zack Snyder's Justice League. I'm hoping to maybe put out a video tomorrow if I can get it edited. I like shot most of it a long, long time ago and I've just put it off and put it off and put it off. So I'm hoping to maybe get something posted tomorrow on Wednesday before Zack Snyder's Justice League actually is out. Oh, geez. Uh, when does it, does it come out? The 18th. That's third in two days. So uh, oh, that's coming up fast. <laughs> are you like, are you like taking off work the day it comes out? You're just going to sit down four hours in. So I may not get a chance to watch it until the evening. So I'll probably do all of you my do a social media blackout. <laughs> I know I'm not, I'm not going on anything. I'm not looking at anything. So I'm probably going to do, uh, I've got a lot of videos to edit for my, for my job this week. So I'll probably just be editing a, a ton of stuff all day and then, uh, by that time comes around, I'm I, I haven't decided on my my menu though yet. Um, if anybody has any suggestions uh, on what to snack on for a four hour movie, let me know. I mean, <laughs> did you see that they were doing like a thing where they sent you out like a meal kit service? Uh, <laughs> like the I purchased so it. I purchased <laughs> it. It's not getting in here until like April, so it's kind of pointless. But I'll be still I'll still be watching it though. That's the funniest thing that the meal kit doesn't come out like the day. Yeah. It, might, it might be it might for some people, but maybe because I ordered it late. It oh, made, that's so funny. I, I'm, but I I ordered it pretty early, so I don't know why it's not getting here uh, until so late. But uh, but eventually I'll be uh, I'll let everybody know. Maybe that'll be a Supergirl Radio bonus material. I don't know. material should be unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> I might I might actually do that for my YouTube channel though. I'm, I'm on it because I have a lot of Snyder Cut stuff there. That's true. Um, but yeah, no. You think I didn't get that? Of course I got that. That's- I saw it. And I was laughing so I hard mean, because it's like it's more than we it's more than we pay for like our home delivery. <laughs> it's it's worth for, it for like two people. <laughs> this is a one of a kind thing. The funny thing about the Zack Snyder's Justice League is I think there's been more promotion and more attention to this. Than there was the first time around for Justice League. Oh, I think that's definitely true. I've definitely heard more about this one. Yeah. <laughs> the last one I was like, oh, isn't there a movie coming out? I don't I don't remember the chance to order a a, a meal kit. No. <laughs> so this is this is definitely new and different. I, I bought like I 15 t-shirts, by the oh way. Oh my gosh. So I feel like you gotta do I feel like you got for snacks, you gotta do popcorn, right? Because like I you mean, can't see it's in the a classic. Theater. It's a classic. So, yeah, you gotta do you gotta do that popcorn. And I was thinking like some sort of chocolate, you know, salty, sweet kind of a combination. But then do I also do a meal? 
or do mm-hmm. I just snack? I don't know. I haven't you decided snack the whole way through all I'm, four hours. I mean, I mean, I was thinking about making like uh, my grandpa had a, a chili recipe that's really good. I've been kind of craving Ooh. chili lately. So I don't know. Is that, you could, is you that, could a, weird, is that a weird choice? Cooker. You could start the slow cooker. At the beginning <laughs> of the movie, and then you could have a meal at the end. <laughs> so I, I decided what I'm going to say. Because I get snacky. I really do. I get snacky. And so for four hours, I'm really going to need something. Especially if I don't start it until five o'clock. Oh, that's my gonna, God. That's yeah. going to get me in there late. So I'm going to have to really uh get in there and and i'm just i'm gonna gain 20 pounds it's fine um, <laughs> just from watching the movie it's like <laughs> oh my god what did i like you're surrounded by rappers at the end <laughs> <laughs> oh it's gonna it's gonna be a disaster but i i do i do need to to nail down my menu i haven't done that yet so uh that's so that's what my thursday evening is gonna be like <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, maybe follow me on, uh, my, or subscribe to my YouTube channel and, uh, maybe I'll recount some of that, uh, for you. All right. I think that's going to cover me. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mojotastic. You can find my cats on Instagram at the lab cats. If that, <laughs> if you're a subscriber and that buns in content, you're like, I need more of that. I need more. <laughs> People love the lab cats. You're downplaying that, but the lab cats are very popular. <laughs> They're very popular uh, out there in the digital world. Less popular here in my condo because yesterday <laughs> um, Beaker pulled off a plant and it, then it tumbled and fell onto the ground and there was dirt everywhere. No. So I, I was like, no, you pulled the plant. And I like tried to put the plant back in. I was like, you're okay. It it was, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if the plant's okay. <laughs> but so then I'm, I'm like vacuuming up all the dirt and I look over at Beaker and I like touch him and I was like, oh no, there was dirt all over Beaker. Oh he no. I pulled it on top of himself. So then I, I, so then I was like, okay, I'll just, I'll just pick him up and I'll put him in the shower. No, so you I, can't do that. <laughs> I, threw him, the water. I threw him in the shower and I went to go like turn on the the thing and he was like nah and he, <laughs> he ran so then I had to just like get like a wash rag and wet it and then just like put it down his back which he also didn't enjoy but he allowed to happen <laughs> the other time he was like no 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 have I ever told you about the time that I so I had a cat growing up and um a, I, I was drawing a bath in the bathroom uh the, like the bathtub and uh I, I stepped away for a little bit, and the next thing I saw was my cat walking into the hallway, soaking wet, <laughs> just soaking wet. And I guess she got curious. You know, cats are a little curious, and I guess she she got curious about what was in there. And I guess she jumped in, just like full on jumped in. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, what have you done?" And so then my brother was like. Oh, well, we have to use the hairdryer on her. And I was like, I mean, we're not doing that. We're not drying <laughs> off my cat with a hairdryer. Um, so that that was the only time that I, I, I've had an experience with cats and water. Because um, I think she immediately recognized she did not like the water. She's she like, hopped, oh, no, hopped, I don't want this. <laughs> she hopped right on out. Um, so that was pretty funny. So cats notoriously uh, hate the water. So you can find fun stuff like that at the live cats <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> Um, and then you can also find me as a co-host on a DC Ather Dark or DC TV Ather Dark, um, as well as the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. And um, on the Legends, we're doing a live stream this Thursday. Uh, we did an episode on queer representation in media and TV. Oh my God! Almost a year ago, mm, it was like in June. Um, 
And so we're finally getting to that feedback is the thing. Uh, <laughs> we got a lot of feedback from that episode and we kept promising people we were going to read it. And then we didn't for almost a year. That's so, okay. You're, you're, you're getting to it now. It's okay. Within the year, I feel like that's the grace period, right? Like <laughs> a lot of things happened last year. Yeah. So I think people get it. It was a big year. So we're finally going to get to reading that feedback and, and kind of talking about legend because legends is coming back. Uh, not as soon as Supergirl somehow. Uh, How did that happen? About that uh, way before Supergirl. That is so weird that that is the case. So we're trying to get prepared. That was very strange. Cause I remember you saying that like uh, legends was, was coming back and had a, like a, not a release date, a premiere date. And so I was expecting, okay, well, Supergirl's probably going to come after. And all of a sudden, Supergirl is is beating Legends to the premiere. Very strange. Yeah. Surprising. <laughs> Surprising to all of us. So shocking. Um, well, I guess that, that gives everybody a lot to look forward to. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of podcasts to listen to. A lot of catching up with the Legends of Tomorrow podcast. That's very good. Um, and, and don't feel so bad because I think maybe next week we'll, uh, on Supergirl Radio, we'll, we'll address some season five, season five <laughs> feedback we never got to either. So uh, maybe we'll try to remember season five. <laughs> maybe that'll be how we get into the season five refresher for next week. <laughs> So don't don't feel so bad about that. It, we're getting to it eventually. We we will get there. All right. Well, I think it, that's going to do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. But until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. I'm still Morgan Glennon. Only two more weeks until the start of the final season of Supergirl. <laughs> DC TV podcast. There's too many now. Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> Is being, becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat. Is Nasty Luther like a different Luther? It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. It's so fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Supergirl.